0: Hey again everybody, Giselle Mirasol here, coming back at you with the second episode in the Cross Yas podcast. Hope your guys' 2019 is off to a good start. Hopefully your New Year's resolutions haven't been broken yet. Or at least you guys haven't fallen off the wagon too far. I mean, come on guys, not even two weeks into the New Year? Really? Well, Maybe you guys have big plans for the year, or maybe you're still stuck in 2018. If so, why? It's a brand new year, guys time for some changes. As for me, I plan on going on a little international trip with my cousins to Taiwan in a couple weeks, so look for me releasing an episode there as I do plan to cross-dress in public. Won't be the first time I cross-dress internationally, so I'm excited to see how that goes. I also plan to go to Sundance at the end of the month. You know, that famous film festival here in the U.S.? Well, my best friend of 16 years is going to have his movie premiered there, so I'm super stoked about that. Well, this is episode two, and I will discuss the crossdresser's greatest fear, and that's dun 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 confessing to your family, significant others, or friends that you are indeed a crossdresser. Coming out as a crossdresser can be a daunting task, so I want to talk about what kind of experience I had coming out about my crossdressing in this episode. Also, talk about the reception I got from for Giselle, both good and bad, from girlfriends, close friends, and family members. Then, finally, I'll discuss ways on what helped me cope and what ways people showed their support for Giselle. Maybe loved ones of other crossdressers who are listening on this podcast can show them the same kind of love. So, what are we waiting for? Let's get episode 2 going. Hey guys, just want to talk about Anchor real quick. You know how I love Anchor so much. They've helped me so much with this podcast. It's free and they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your own phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Really guys, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go ahead and go to it. It's great. It takes a lot of courage to reveal a big personal secret like you're a crossdresser. And not every crossdresser is willing to admit publicly that they crossdress. People love love to keep their secrets. So when a crossdresser decides to finally come forward, it's almost an act of bravery. Now, why do I say that? Well, I believe this probably stems from vulnerability. People hate showing weakness. They fear they'll be taken advantage of, which is understandable. As human beings it's only natural that we avoid whatever causes us pain both physically and emotionally like coming out as gay lesbian or trans crossdressing has similar elements there's the fear of rejection the shame in holding back who you are and the guilt of not being perceived as normal face it we all have our thing we're into or who we are and really we just want to be accepted by our peers and loved ones crossdressers are no different so the first person a crossdresser comes out to well really shaped the rest of their cross-dressing lives. So the first person I opened up to about my cross-dressing was probably the worst first person to open up to. But I had to tell someone, and who better than my girlfriend? My first long-term girlfriend, who turned out to be the girlfriend from hell. Now, why do I say that? Well, keep on listening, and you be the judge. Now, I am an open and honest person, always have been. I submit to the idea that you should never hold anything back, and you should be transparent in your close relationships, especially romantic ones. So I have always wanted for my girlfriend to know, from the beginning, that I like to wear women's clothes. I remember like it was yesterday. I was probably 16 at the time, sophomore in high school, and we just started seeing each other. For the sake of privacy, let's call her Jennifer. Now, Jennifer isn't her real name. Or maybe it is. I don't know. I forget. Or maybe I'm just lazy to find another name. Or maybe I despise that name for some reason. Who cares? Let's continue. Anyways, I remember first revealing my cross-dressing desires to Jennifer via AOL Instant Messenger, a.k.a. AIM, on an IM, or instant message. Now, for you young ones who are too young to know what AIM is, think of it as one of the first ways you could send DMs online, minus the dick pics, and had way more opening and closing door noises so when i told jennifer about my cross-dressing she was stunned but said that it was fine with her that there wasn't anything wrong with it that some guys just do that so i thought she understood i was wrong sure at first she said the cross-dressing was okay but she neglected to tell me until years later was that the interpretation of my cross-dressing was that it would be confined only to the bedroom For some crossdressers, that's fine, but I ain't that crossdresser. So I did my best for the sake of their relationship to keep my crossdressing private between her and I and in the bedroom. But I could only do that for so long. And eventually, I kind of wanted to bring Giselle outside and into the real world. Now, keeping my crossdressing life private was easy when we were in high school and college because we were both busy studying, broke, didn't have jobs. Also, and I'll get to this in another episode, cross dressing is not cheap. Women's clothes, like dresses and accessories like purses and then shoes like heels, they all cost money. Cross dressers know, hell, women know too. The ridiculous amounts of money you can drop on clothes, handbags, shoes, makeup can drain your bank account real quick. No, it doesn't have to. Uh, and we'll talk about tips on where to find stuff for cheap in another episode. Anywho. When I finally started earning money, I wanted to bring Giselle out. So I brought it up to Jennifer. She was like, sure, as long as I was paying for it. (laughs) So I planned for us to go out for the first time. We were both about 22, and this was about six years into our relationship. Finally had money and she agreed to go out with me, dressed to every crossdresser's favorite holiday, Halloween. I remember what I wore, too. I dressed up as a sexy female nurse. We went to a public event, people or, by the way, there were also cross-dressers, and I had a blast. Jennifer, however, did not. She was upset. She gave me weird looks as I strutted in my thigh-high boots. And she just didn't seem mm, comfortable. I noticed. But, remember, I finally went out with Jennifer dressed as a girl. So I assumed, well, she's good with this, maybe we can do this again sometime. Just maybe not on a night that was Halloween. So I asked her if we could try this cross-dressing thing again, but, you know, on a little vacation. She agreed, probably heard the word vacation, and was delighted to go. So, got us a hotel for just us two on a mini weekend getaway to the beautiful city of San Diego. So I got all dolled up, got my two-inch heels on, wore my cutest dress, and headed out the door, or was ready to head out the door. See, we were about to walk out and I even had my hand on the doorknob, and Jennifer was trailing me. But I look at Jennifer, and I notice she's bawling, like, just pure tears. Now, Jennifer was like an ugly crier. <laughs> what makes it worse is that she had that ugly noise when she cries, kind of like a asthmatic that can't breathe, you know, the <laughs> kind of noise. Well, she's crying so much at this point, she needed to sit down. I ask her, I was like, hey, what's wrong? then she tells me with her hands covering her face she stutters "Uh, uh, I can't do this that was when my initial inclinations were confirmed it was the beginning of the end so then on top of that she then proceeds to bombard me with her own revelations on how she hates that I cross-dress she always had how a real man is not supposed to (laughs) cross-dress I was appalled and disgusted six years of a relationship and now it's hey you know that thing i said i was fine with yeah i lied so i listened to her tirade and then i told her that the cross-dressing was a part of me and i was not going to just throw it all away just because she didn't like it so she offered a compromise she conceded and said that i can cross-dress but just not with her and that's where the trust issues started to surface So naturally, if you give permission for someone to do something that they enjoy, but you don't wanna be a part of it, well, they're gonna go do it because, hello, it's fun. So I came out to some of my high school friends, all of whom were girls, and to my surprise, they readily accepted Giselle and encouraged Giselle to come out more, to clubs, bars, just out in public, really. So I told Jennifer, hey, I found some friends who are cool with my cross dressing. They're some of my old high school buddies and they wanna see me go out with them. I know you're not cool with it, me hanging out with you, but I'm gonna go hang out with them. Is that okay? And she was like, yeah, I'm cool with it. But with Jennifer, if you haven't noticed the pattern yet, surprise, she wasn't cool with it. Maybe it was jealousy, insecurity, or just me hanging out with other girls, she made it apparent that this was not going to sit well with her. Let me give you an example. Whenever I was out with these groups of girls and dressed as Giselle, Jennifer would call me to ask where I was. Fine, no problem. It's perfectly acceptable for a girlfriend to call their boyfriend to check on where they are. But when I hung up after we talked, she would call me again and again and again and again. Until I answered. Mind you, she didn't want to stay on the phone to talk for like two to five minutes. She wanted all my time for herself. On more than one occasion, she kept me on the phone for two hours. Yeah, two hours. And in those two hours, she would say things like, Where are you? Why aren't you here with me? You never hang out with me. You're always so busy. etc. etc. Like quintessential textbook. Signs of insecurity. Let's talk about insecurities for a second. Jennifer was an insecure person. She always needed to be reassured that she was pretty. And if I didn't tell her she was pretty, she searched for validation from her friends and peers. She also oddly looked down on other people and found joy in calling others ugly. (laughs) Looking back on her relationship with Jennifer, perhaps I didn't provide enough. What more could I have done? What? I do know is that she wanted me to fill a void her own insecurities are things she needed to work on so really i couldn't do much so here we get in a relationship please don't expect your significant other to fill that void if you're not comfortable first in your own skin dating someone will never make you feel better about yourself you'll only project your own insecurities towards other people and in turn your relationship and please please don't say how much you want to be with someone when you're not willing to show them the same amount of love They display for you. Whitney Houston was right, ladies and gentlemen. Learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. And continuing with the music theme, Michael Jackson was right in that you gotta look at the man in the mirror to make that change. Look, I'm not perfect. I have my own insecurities. We all do. So it makes us human. We're not perfect. But no one has the right to take advantage of people's insecurities. That's what Jennifer did to me. At least that's how I felt. What I neglect to mention was that Jennifer was a master manipulator. I didn't notice that at the time. Obviously, I didn't notice that after the fact. But she never made fun of my cross-dressing, at least to my face. But I did mention to her I never felt pretty as a guy. And I never told anyone about my cross-dressing until I met her. And Jennifer would say negative things to me, like no woman except her would accept me because I cross-dress. And only she would understand how I feel and that only she could show the love for me. She told me stuff like this early in a relationship. Not all at once, but like would subtly put it in conversations that we have, like over dinner or whenever we were studying. Like, hey, you know I love you, right? No one else will. Like, that's weird, is what I would say at the time. Strange. Certainly early in a relationship, too. And there's something I wish she would have done. It just told me earlier how she really felt about my cross-dressing. Probably would have respected her more for it. And having her as the first person I revealed that I was a cross-dresser was probably a mistake, but hey, maybe there's a silver lining there. Yes, I could have hung up on her when she talked me for two hours or ignored the millions of phone calls she sent me. And yeah, I could have broken up with her sooner. Um, Yeah, our relationship ended up lasting a long time like nine and a half years that's right nine and a half years luckily though we didn't get married we didn't have any kids and we have no binding ties and despite the nine and a half years i endured being with her i'm actually stronger today because of jennifer her refusal to accept Giselle taught me patience i learned how to self-reflect and look now i'm able to share my story with all of you guys i'll talk more about jennifer in a future podcast episode regarding relationships because i mean i dated her for nine and a half years so i have tons more interesting stories to share with you wonderful folks so for this episode i'll just leave the coming out portion and leave you listeners wanting more like kanye west said jennifer should have her own travel agent because she's a trip because for real jennifer was a trip not all coming out stories are terrible i have some good ones too My high school girlfriends totally accepted me when Jennifer didn't. Also, remember my best friend, the same friend who will have his big movie premiere at Sundance? Well, he was one of the first guys I ever told about my cross-dressing. I was probably 21 or 22 at the time when I told him, and I really didn't want him to think differently of me. And I also didn't want to lose his friendship because he's my best friend. So I was really hoping he didn't understand. Luckily, I was right. I remember telling him through AIM I told him that I had something to tell him, and it was something that not a lot of people know about me. He was scared at first, it seemed, but the conversation turned out well, I think. Interaction went something like this. Him. Hey man, so what do you want to tell me? Me. So, hey man, I just want to tell you that I'm a crossdresser, and I like to dress in women's clothing. Him. Oh. That's weird. Me. Yeah, but it's fun for me, and I enjoy it. Him. So, uh, are you gay? Me. Nah. Him. Uh. Okay. And that was basically it. True to guy form two, with the stereotypical jock sound of, uh. Okay. He was definitely weirded out at first, and I remember he had more questions about what cross was. Which I answered. But eventually he just got used to the idea that i I'd wear women's clothing, too. Recently, he's even gone out public with me Giselle. There's one instance where um, the person thought I was his girlfriend. Ha! Pretty funny. Uh, And I've asked him what he thinks about it now from like seven or eight years ago and he just learned that it's another side of me. You really don't know what kind of reaction you'll get from people. You sort of just have to gauge people's reactions from other things. So if you think coming out to your girlfriend or your best friend is scary, Coming out to your family is like a thousand times worse. I mean, a girlfriend, you can get a new one. You can break up with one, get another one, no problem. No best friend, find a regular friend. Now they become your best friend. But a family, you're stuck with. You only get one of those. Family's supposed to be there for you no matter what. But if you're not accepted by your family, well then, who will? Actually, side note, did you hear about how you can rent a family in Japan? Like, hire some people just to be your family members? like a mom, a dad, like even like a brother or sister. I think Conan O'Brien, I don't know if you guys who know who that is, he's a late night talk show host here in the US. And he went to Japan and he heard about how you can rent a family, so he did. Pretty cool, but also pretty weird. Anyways, here's the truth though. I never wanted to come out to my family, my own or one that I rented. Well, at least not until I was ready. I was forced to confess about my cross-dressing habit Because Jennifer, you remember her, the girlfriend from hell. Well, she revealed on her Facebook status when she was breaking up with me that I was a cross-dresser and that she could not wait to find her a man's man. Whatever the hell that means. Oh yeah, and did I neglect to mention that she has like 5 to 10 of my family members as her Facebook friends? Damn Facebook and social media always leads to trouble. She even had the audacity to call my mom after we broke up and tell her that I was gay and I like to wear women's clothes. I'm sure Jennifer was angry and she said some things that were built up out of frustration, but calling my mom to let her know a secret that I confided in her and on top of that, used it in a way to try and hurt me. Low low. See, my family's sort of old fashioned. There's no publicly out people, gay, straight, trans, you whatever in my immediate family. So for me to come out as Giselle, I'd be the pioneer in my family with anything in regards to being different. Now, I thought I could do my own introduction and ease my mom into cross-dressing, but now I had to start on the defensive and dismiss lies about my sexual orientation. So I told my mom about my cross-dressing, and I want to say she's accepting of me in her own way. She hasn't disowned me or anything. She still wants to see me. So I say that's a win. I think more so that she's in a bit of denial. I say that because I own a lot of dresses. It's a cross-dresser problem. Trust me. And I'd see leave some of the dresses in my old room at her house, and she always asks, Hey, who are these? Are these yours? That's when I have to tell her that they are mine, and explain my cross-dressing habits yet again. As for the rest of my family members who saw that Facebook status that Jennifer posted, you know, no one has really said anything. At least, to me directly. But I'm sure they have questions. Especially because, like, sometimes... Um, when they see me, my nails are painted. But if they ever have a question, they can bring it up to me. I don't mind talking about it. But I'm also kinda out to other family members now, mostly the cousins who are my age, or at least close to my age. They're very supportive. Um, and some of them are actually going to Taiwan with me in a couple weeks. If a cross-dresser comes out to you and confesses their own love to cross-dress, you should be thrilled, I think. Honored, even. For someone who reveals such a big secret, takes guts. Cross-dressing is a secret for some people. It eats them up inside, so when they tell you they dress up, believe them. Don't deny it. It's who they are. They trust you enough to tell you something so personal, it's probably best to hear them out. Now, I've spoken to this in last week's episode, but cross-dressers do not have to come out of the cross-dressing closet if they don't want to. Private lives should remain private, if that's what's desired, I mean, I may be guilty of keeping my Giselle life a little too public. Just please, don't ignore the feelings you have when you do cross-dress, because I assure you, they are good, normal feelings. Now, revealing your cross-dress is actually quite freeing. For some cross-dressers, the coming out as a cross-dresser part may be a step towards something bigger. Some cross-dressers are actually transgendered. Wait, so not all cross-dressers are transgendered? Well... Not necessarily, some are, some aren't. First, let's define the word transgender. A transgender person is one who does not have a gender that identifies with the one they are born with. So a crossdresser is considered transgendered if and only if they don't identify as a man or wish to do more than just crossdress, like take hormones or want to go through sexual reassignment surgery. The terminology gets confusing and I will Touch on the subject in another episode regarding gender and transitioning, but it's best just to ask each individual crossdresser, hey, how do you identify in terms of your gender? Be wary though, not all people are willing to tell others about their own gender, not because they don't want to, but they legitimately have no idea what gender they are yet. This is gender dysphoria in a nutshell, so don't pressure people into telling them what they are. Some don't have a luxury knowing what they are just yet. Like I said in last week's podcast, I know that I am a heterosexual male with a sexual attraction to femininity, but that's me. And it took a lot of time and self-discovery to figure that out. I'm talking like ears. People really need to stop being so quick to judge. I've heard so many crossdressers been told they're gay, like myself, and be dismissed, and that the crossdressing is just a phase. Because it's not. It's real. The cross-dressing is real. The feelings and emotions a cross-dresser has are also real. It's not a phase. The moon has phases. There's phases of labor. There's other phases to other crap. But the cross-dressing, yeah, that's legit. And it's not going anywhere. So for those who still reject your own cross-dressing, or for the loved ones of the struggling cross-dressers who don't accept their cross-dressing boyfriend, husband, brother, cousin, etc., stop. Stop. A crossdresser is no different than any human being. They just like to wear clothes that aren't socially acceptable. The same should not be said for a crossdresser. At the very least, the one thing you can do for a crossdresser is just listen. Listen to them and see what they have to say about themselves. It'll go a long way in their crossdressing journey. And that's all for this episode, guys. I want to thank you again all for listening. I hope you learned a little more this week. I'll be back again next week with a new episode where I'll be talking about going out in public as a crossdresser. Feedback is always welcome. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and maybe even share your own story. I do this for the love of crossdressing, and your guys' support means everything to me. Until next time, guys, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything, but I'm here to offer my story. And I hope that in turn, you learn more about me, maybe learn more about yourself, and it teaches you a little more about the world of cross-dressing.